This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We have special guest Cam Neely at the end of the podcast. Also, we have a moocher friend and how to end a first date, Hugger Kiss. Check it out, share with a friend, enjoy. J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Labs. You're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. And I want to reiterate keep telling your friends, your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your papas, your mamas. Your pledge brothers, your sorority sisters, some guy in the office that you just met that has some headphones on, let them know. That's the only way we keep growing is that you, the listener, pass it along to another new listener. Let them know. Papa JT, the J Train, Uncle J Train, the Climax Czar, Overlord of Omelets, TD Freed. Is here every Tuesday and Friday to stick to sing sweet nothings into your ear. We're here for you. Keep telling people. I get people that send me snap and oh my god, you guys send me Snapchats, DMs, tweets, Facebook messages of you listening and how you're listening and where you're listening. It feathers this podcaster's nuts. Oh, my God. It's as if you took a giant goose down feather and took the edge of it. Not the tip. The tip has a... You ever feel a a goose down? This is the most J-Train podcast description I've ever done. But have you ever had the down comforter feather come out of your down comforter? And then it kind of pokes you. So you take the side of the feather... And you graze it up and down and around my nuts. Every time you're with a big group of people showing me how you're listening and where you're listening. And I, from all over the world, all over this marble of ours, it's so cool. So keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. Couple of announcements. Today is the day. Today, this comes out October 3rd. So if you are listening and you are in the New York City tri-state area, that's right. If you're in and around New York City, Long Island, New York, New Jersey, wherever you may be, Westchester, we're doing a live J-Train podcast tonight at the Comedy Cellar, 8 o'clock. I need you guys. We're going to do – we're going to play the live version on the podcast feed, and you're going to hear – a huge group of people having the best night of their lives. So you want to be a part of that. 8 o'clock. ComedyCellar.com is where you can make a reservation. We were, at, we're taping this on a Thursday. We're, we're at about half capacity right now. I want to push it. Bring a friend. Bring a coworker. It's going to be a great night. We're going to have some great guests. It's going to be awesome. You're going to have fun. I, I'm going to guarantee it right now. You have the J Train guarantee that tonight will be a fun time. 8 o'clock at the Comedy Cellar. Go to ComedyCellar.com to make your reservations. Also, let me mention a couple other things. Uh, Laughable, if you don't have the app already and you're looking for ways to find other podcasts and other great shows, download the Laughable app. Also, Patreon. I mention it every show. Patreon is where 
the J train gets the coals to keep running the train along to the next station. Okay? You're the one in that little compartment of the train digging the coal and putting it in the fire to make the choo-choo roll. Listen, Patreon is a website where people can give money to help their content creators create better content. If you're enjoying this podcast, you're going to enjoy the stuff on that site. You, different levels of membership. At the very least, go check out my page. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I noticed that on Sundays, a lot of people are getting their Sunday weirds. And they're like, hey, I want to email in and get an answer for the podcast. But what you can do on Patreon is you can sign up for a level of membership that lets you get a message straight to Papa JT. I'll be there for you within the day and answer your question and get you through whatever you're going through. We can do it together. So go check out patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Also, some dates. I'm going to be at Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio. It's uh, October 18th and 19th. Comics come home. We have an interview at the end of this podcast with Cam Neely. Holy fucking shit. Cam Neely. So I'm going to be on his show. Comics come home. November 18th at the Garden. Mohegan Sun, November 24th to 25th. Also, the J Train podcast voicemail. What a successful uh, innovation this been, thanks to Sh Classic Shelb. The voicemail. Loving the voicemails. Loving hearing the voices of these animal listeners we have. 347-669-8252. Punch it into your phone. Just hit that backtrack button on the podcast. 347-669-8252. Um, and that's all for my announcements and all the all the stuff. Remember, if you're if you're in New York City area, I would love to have you at the at the live taping tonight. We're going to do we're going to hang out after. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to have well, it'll be a good time afterwards. We'll go upstairs to the Fat Black. We'll hang. But I'm expecting to have a great time. And and I'll say this. Should I announce one guest cuz one of our OKPs is going to be a guest. Should I announce it, Shelby, you think? I think I can announce it. They want to know. They want to know. Your favorite fan favorite Mehran Kagani is going to be involved in the live podcast. So I wanted to get an OKP and then mix in some other, you know, special guests. So Mayron Kagani will be a guest on the live podcast. Going to bring on today's guest, another OKP. Super excited to have him here. Justin Smith, thank you for coming back. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm great. Good to have you. You nailed that. You nailed that intro. I mean, like, here's like, I've, I've been on this podcast yeah. a couple times. And you, you, you went all. I mean, you hammered that shit. I'm feeling good. I think the the intro is uh, half half, you know, just learning how to do it, and the other half is how my mentally and physically feel. Right. I mean, you were. I mean, you're. I mean, it's like it's like watching John Claude Van Damme train in like a training sequence. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot of liquids. A lot of like stretching. Like it's it's it's, it's great. It's like you're like man, he's really going. The for listeners it. Like, don't know this, but I do get into a full split. <laughs> right before, as I'm doing the hello. You look like an Action Bronson album cover? Yes, it's, 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 full it's, split, <laughs> and that's how I do the hello. That's why I go for so long. My balls are touching the floor as I do the hello. You know, you've got to, I mean, you have a bunch of really crazy fans. I can't believe that one of them has not taken all the different different ways that you say feather my nuts and put it into just like a YouTube compilation. That like would they, be a fun they, jump cut, like yeah. a like a flash cut of all the different way. Boil my beans, saute my sausage. Yeah, I would love that. That would be great. We're not like, you know, you, there's a lot of podcasts out there that have these like, you know, we have like cool listeners. I, right. I'm going to say, no, you I, do. I, I you think we have, do. we have people that like aren't necessarily like sitting at their computer podcast nerds. I think right. we've introduced a lot of people to the format, and I think a lot of we have a lot of women. Some podcasts have these like guys that will like make them fan art. Right. <laughs> Mine just send me pictures of their shits. That's their art. So um, I, 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 we wanted to get you on, Justin, because you're about to go on tour. Oh man, dude, I'm, I'm, tour. So, I'm yeah, I'm excited. I mean, like this is not just hey, I got two weeks here. Like I'm going, I'm fucking going. You're dude. traveling this yeah. great country of ours. Absolutely, and I'm doing, I'm doing the thing that you always make fun of me because like every time I come on, you're like. Is that a real place? Like, is that a yeah, real you, thing? You go to places that I've only read about in the picture books. But, you know? but I'm telling you, man, these these venues, there's so many great venues across this country that nobody really knows about. 
and they 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 want to have comedy. I should get out there more. I'm huh? telling I wanna you, I want to see the the plains of uh, Arkansas. <laughs> I want to <laughs> see this great country. Where are you go? You going to October seventh? October seventh. I'm at the Relapse Theater in Atlanta. The Relapse Theater in Atlanta. We have a lot of Atlanta people. I've had some people oh asking me to come down there. Please, I know that. Please, if you're hearing this and you're in Atlanta, come out to the Relapse Theater. The show's at 8.30, I think. Okay. We'll just go to their website or right, your right, website. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can go to their website or mine, either one. Or uh, go re- you can get tickets at relapsetheater.com. Okay. So October 7th, mark your calendar. And then October 20th, you're going to be at the Blind Tiger in San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's a great venue. Like I was and I'm going to be there that whole weekend. So, yeah. So, so we'll, we'll hang out. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be around. So October 7th at the Relapse Theater in Atlanta. We have a lot of Atlanta people. So go check out Justin Smith. So funny. At Justin Smith OKC on Twitter. At Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. And The Blind Tiger, October 20th in San Antonio. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited about it. How long are you going for? Uh, I'm going to be gone from October 7th. Till the twenty third. It's a long time, and I'm man. doing and I'm doing dates the whole way. But these windows are the, open. Yeah, I mean south, mostly the south. Yeah, well, east coast, south. That's I'm doing a lot of it, and uh, I'm kind of popping in a few different places too. And so, but the I mean, like I'm excited about this tour because, like, this is a I mean, like this is a predominantly headlining tour. Like, okay. this is like this is my this is my first like real stretch into because uh, I mean when you're featuring, you're opening up, or mm-hmm. like you're doing like the the Thursday headline with the other headline. Sure. Like, when you're doing that, it's kind of like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. But now all of a sudden it's like you're worried about promotion. You're worried about t- – I mean, like I don't want to talk to, you're to a you business, about – You're a businessman. I don't have to talk about you about promotion. It's a businessman. <laughs> yeah, I but get it, man. But it's you like, got to put it out there and you got to get around and everyone should go see you. It will be an awesome time. And the thing is right now, you know, a lot of the people that are coming to these shows, it's that 20 – you know, a lot of college kids, it's tough to get them out because like, you know, I'm competing. You know, if you're Tuesday night, you're right. competing with college. Which, right. look, listen, I don't blame them. I'd be getting fucked up in a basement somewhere. Right. But if you're 22 to 27, you're out there wondering what the fuck do I do with my life? Right. Hey, go to a comedy, comedy show. That's what you do. It's a great. It's here's a great. It's, it can be. It can be the most like, uh, child. Like it, it, it can be so childish. And also so mature at the same time. Absolutely. We're going to talk about farts, and then we're going to talk about race. Love it. And a lot of times we can talk about fart racism. It's like, fart. It's, just like it's something that nobody talks about in this Justin country. Justin has the best fart racism <laughs> bit I've ever seen. Are you ready for the email? I'm ready for the email. Let's do it, bro. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Send them in. The emails keep getting better and better. They're more nuanced. They're more fun than ever. They're all, they got all the... And I like that the hypotheticals have taken a turn. This is a new type of hypothetical. We're going to start out right with it. It's called Which is Worse? Which is Worse? Banging your best friend's mom or banging your best friend's girlfriend? I like which is worse, right? Because this is a tough one. You fuck your best friend's mom or your best friend's girlfriend. I think the girlfriend is... Is got to be the worst one, because I mean, because like the mom, the mom's like, I, I, you assume that the mom is single. He writes for, for argument's sake. Let's just say they've been together for eight months. It's a serious <laughs> enough relationship. Yeah, if it was one month now, no, I'm right. fucking the girlfriend. <laughs> but if it's eight months, oh right. my god, what do I do? Also, as a guy that's been in a, a relationship, has been in, has been in long relationships before. Yeah. Like eight months, like oh man, it's so cute. It's so <laughs> yeah. cute that that's the commitment. You're like, yeah. oh man, eight it's whole eight months. months. This is for real, man. I, man, I have a coffee mug at her house and everything. Like it's <laughs> we share. We've shared a toothbrush once or twice. So what do you think? You're going with the mom? I I no. no I the, think I think the girlfriend because the mom. That's it's worse. Like, to, to to me, like if you're young, that means that your mom is your mom is still getting it. You know, mm. like this. Like, I know it seems to your mom people, is still getting. I know, it. like that's the, you, you got a hot mom. That's a, that's a funny way to explain it to, <laughs> like, if you fuck his mom, like she's still getting it, right? Like, like, like you fuck my mom, yeah. She's well, still getting <laughs> she's, it. You got it, man. Be happy for her. Let your mom come. I mean, I mean, for for fuck's sake, how I'm like, I know it would be upsetting, but how great would it be to just be like, dude, did you fuck my mom? He's like, yeah, and you're like, well, and you're like. Bruh, like that's how you did get your mom described. Like that's like it's like <laughs> best night of like, my life. Like your your mom's got some tricks, dude. Shelby. Which is worse, fucking the girlfriend or the your best friend's mom? The mom. There's so many variables. That's worse. Like, why were you over there? 
you really, you went for it. Shelby like, always goes off in a direction that I never thought he'd go in. Really? So you're more worried about how did the mom and him come together? Yeah. I and your girlfriend, you're like, oh, I understand how you could meet. So that's not as bad for you? They're probably the same age. Maybe there's a connection. Yeah, they- but then they've connected behind your back in a way. See, I'm going with Justin here because I think it's worse to fuck the girlfriend because now you've you've quite literally fucked over your buddy. You've quite literally done you've known at every step in the process that your buddy has been put second to your penis. With the mom, it could start as like, "Hey, you need a drink when you come over the house. You want to you want some cool It just it just happened. You want some Mountain Dew and then you're like, "Yeah, thanks Lorraine." And then you sit down for some Mountain Dew and then she's like, Hey, you've been looking strong lately. And like, see that? And it's like, oh, thanks, Lorraine. And then it becomes, hey, you take off that shirt. Let me see how in shape you've gotten over these years. Yeah, this is weird, but I guess I'll take off my shirt. All that's these compliments. Na- that's a nasty sunburn. Yeah, let me there. rub that, that back. I got some, I got some, some lotion. Yeah. I could, I, and also maybe you'd know your friend on a different level. Like you'd be like, you could take a fatherly role in his life. Right. Right? I think it's worse to fuck the girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely. Shelby, I, I haven't changed your mind on this. Lorraine is supposed to have my back for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but Lorraine need, has her needs too. Lorraine needs to come, is what I'm saying. And, absolutely. And at the end of the day, you can, while yes, your friend has fucked your mom, he's still, like, you could, I think it could happen more without you in mind. Because when you fuck someone's girlfriend, it's worse because at every sta- at every at every turn in this thing, you have to like look and be like, Yeah, fuck my friend. I'm I gotta I'm right. better than him. Right. <laughs> you never once when you fuck your friend's mom think that you're doing it in spite of your friend. Right. Also, if if this guy's having a hard time selling his girlfriend, the best thing you can do is like, oh, like it, it helps sell the girlfriend to the mom because like the mom's in an obscure relationship so yeah like, well if i found if i found this, this good happiness, for everybody yeah everybody's everybody's good everybody's happy double dates yeah how about that you still how are you feeling over there i'd prefer if lorraine got herself a hitachi or something <laughs> a hitachi what's a hitachi a hitachi magic wand you don't know that you have quite a knowledge of the female. Everybody knows those. I, t- tweet me, JTrain56, if you knew what the Hitachi was right away. That's a female cum device? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're going to get a lot of tweets. I, no, I'm waiting. <laughs> Shelby has an intimate knowledge of, of the women's sex toy industry that I had no idea. We learn something new about you course, every day. Shelby also produces lots of pods, so I can't imagine how many sex ads he's had to Well, this is plug. this is fair. JTrain podcast. <laughs> gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with justin smith and okp go check him out october 7th at the relapse theater in atlanta october 20th blind tiger in san antonio weird walk away okay have you had a weird walk away you ever have a weird handshake with somebody in new york city i have seven of them a day Mm. like it's just it's like it's like you're on the train you're off it like it's like oh man i wish i could know what that was about yeah i i it is a weird thing, like saying goodbye to someone in the middle of the street, and then and then walking in the same direction. Oh, the wor- the worst one is is like if somebody's in the middle of telling you like something like really personal on the train. Mm. You're on the train together, and you have different stops. Yeah, and there's like you know, and that's the time that you know I, we had to bury mom, and you're just like, oh, this is my stop, bro. And you're like, gotta go. You're like, you're like, you're like, do I sit with this guy for two more stops? Yeah, and be sweaty for an extra thirty that, minutes. That happens with uh, Uber arrivals now too. Like, there's no conversation that's as important as my uber may be leaving soon right <laughs> so it's like oh oh your your life is good uh, how are the kids uh sorry uber's here yeah i gotta go i had that happen to me i had that happen to me two nights ago i was just i was talking to this chick and then all of a sudden it was just like it was just like oh hey uh gotta go and i'm like all right, <laughs> later. Please. <laughs> yeah, cancer's a tough disease. Oh, Jamal's here with the Uber. Big fan of the podcast and a lady listener. Hit the music, Shelb. Shout out to the Betches. <laughs> we got to have the Betches back on a podcast. They, yeah, they're, they're great. 
Shout out to the Betches for turning me on to you. Just left a date and hit it off with this guy. I love that she leaves a date, something happens, and she's like, gotta email Papa JT. That's right. You're, That's you're great. in. That's great. I like that. And she's a new listener. A so new like listener, she, so immediately right in. Podcast at gmail.com. That's why I say it so much. I want people to be able to, oh, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. Podcast at gmail.com. Like they, just, can they, just, just, they pull it up and it's pull right it there. Pull it up right there. Just left a date and hit it off with this guy. Totally my type and I'm slightly out of his league. I love that confidence from a woman. <laughs> oh, I'm so much better than this dude. <laughs> <laughs> we had great drinks and conversation. It was time to head out, and I said my car was right there. He looked, and he said, okay, have a good night. <laughs> like he's a weatherman <laughs> signing off? Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I, gotta, I feel the goodbye after a date is so tough. Like the wait, like he almost did like the wave salute. It was like, yeah, have a good night. Yeah, yeah. Just he, he looks like the 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 big boy donut guy <laughs> on the top of the uh, in L.A. <laughs> you know, like I like I I do feel for and after the date because honestly, if we think of like a first date scenario, which is what this guy is in, right? Every guy just would have sex with you before even meeting on the first date, right? And we know that's exactly what you don't want to do if you're there on a first date. Absolutely. Especially like, if you like him. Especially if you like him and all this stuff and it goes well. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to speak for every woman here, but I'm saying I'm sure maybe you know sexual desires exist within all of us. But at the right. same time, uh, if you're walking away from a good date, if the guy just looked at you and go, if you got done with a first good date and I looked at a girl and I was just like, Hey, that was a lot of fun. Let's go fuck in the bathroom. She's like, what the fuck <laughs> just happened to you? When did So we have to like hide this animal inside right. of us. And so you get to the end and you're like, do I kiss her? Do I make a move? Am I going to look? It did, was she on the same level as me? We had fun, but was it fun in a friend way? Right. Was it fun? And then you can totally biff it. You know, like. At the end of every date, there's this like moment of like the like the horns playing, like that music, right? That awkward music, Shelby. You know, like what I'm talking about that awkward, like, like you're like, hey, uh, like good night, uh, like you know, like you don't know what you have, and you can only do it for like a split second. Like if we were gonna like, like if you and I were on a date, and I was right. like, hey, uh, Jess, that was a great time tonight, you know, like yeah. Yeah, thank you for coming out. Oh, I'm glad you had me. It was a really good time, <laughs> well, and uh, and then uh, it, you know, you know, like you know, it was so much fun. Like I didn't like. I'm happy we got together. Well, I had, I had fun also. Oh, that's good. Uh, what? So I guess you know, we should. And then you have that moment where like the music hits. Do I go in? <laughs> what do I? <laughs> now you're now you're in your head. In that split second, this music feels like it's on for like two hours. Like. Hug, right. kiss, right? Yeah, kiss in the I, cheek, hug. Oh, dude, it's the, it's know, the worst. And it's the worst feeling. And in you're the literally juking world. like you're Darren Sproles, <laughs> looking for ways to do a hug, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, kiss. I guess I'll wave, <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn into the the big boy. I, well, gotta go. That's what it turns. It, right, and that's what that music just comes on. And then you end up waving, and then you're walking away, and it's like now the sad music comes on, and you're like, ah, you get like reflective, and you get like, and that, and here's the thing, is that I wish I could explain to that girl is because when he leaves, see, I'm walking away, being like, when he leaves, he's gonna you, be, he's just he's just yelling it, at the sidewalk. Yeah, this is me walking away from giving the wave, just like, how can I do such a stupid thing? She'll never talk to me again. Why didn't I hug when I could have waved? Will this dick ever come again? And then it starts raining on top of you. <laughs> right? That's and so like for this girl, like, whatever amount of wonder she has to email this podcast, right. that dude is sitting with the string quartet. Thinking he just fucked up his future fuck forever. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand about our culture is why do we always wait to the last fucking minute to do the kiss at the end of the night? Like, it seems so dumb and there's so much pressure building up to it. Like, one of my favorite moves is to just do the thing where you're three-fourths of the way through the night and you're just like, hey, you know, here's the thing. We're going to get to the end of the night and we're going to do that awkward walk. It's like, what do you think? Oh, you're just, just a, you're just gonna it, announce. Was it. like, why don't, why don't we just get this fir the, like the first kiss thing out of the way now? Really? So that way when we walk home, what if she looks at you and she's like, well, yeah, I'm not even there but yet. The, but here's the thing: is if 
is is it is it worse than you have that like you're like oh, okay cool you can mm. still have a good night but at the end of the day you don't have to fucking walk to the end like the the kid and they're like oh I wonder how this goes. I hear what you mean I've done that where I've been mid date and it's going well enough I need to touch a leg before right. I'm gonna touch her lips but I'm just saying that we build so and much... I mean vagina lips <laughs> right. no I'm not, I, but you know what I mean like I think there needs to be a process right. like this girl writes uh, it was gr- time to head out I said my car was right there he looked and said okay have a good night to be quite honest this never happened to me after all my dates they usually end up with a kiss or a hug we just awkwardly said goodbye after flirting nonstop on this date this was kind of strange and made me go to uh, go to the go to two of yours that I just wasn't for him is that always true, or do we think some guys freeze? Or I mean, maybe, we just explained that guys freeze. I yeah. think she should get if it was a good date, give him another shot. Like I, I do think like give him another shot. You don't give two dates with no kiss. You right. give one date with no kiss. Right. Like the non-hug. Yeah, that's an issue. Like, but I, I do think what happened to him is what we just explained with right. the, you know, like, and him being like, I guess I'm waving now. And then he walks away and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, I, I do think, and I hear what you're saying. I mean, I just, I don't get I don't, it out. Yeah. There. Just why, why even build up to that last moment? Cause like, if you wait to the last moment in anything, I think it's, it's, it's all, I agree. The rule of thumb should be for every guy you hug it out. You got to hug it out. Right. Okay. If you touched her leg at some point in the date, you should go for a kiss. Like, I think if we math these things out, it makes it easier for people. Right. Because for me, like, if I just was like, if I have had a a hand on her knee, then she's allowing me, you know, there's there's kind of a contractual thing. She's saying, yeah, I'm feeling good enough with you to have a knee touch. Well, also women don't get like there's a lot of times there's no signs. It's kind of like you, you the friend look at the end of the night and the hey fucked hard kiss me at the end of the night is the same look. That's the thing. A it's good a good time look. a good time is not enough to say I should kiss this girl. Right. Because a lot of girls can be like, yeah, he was good as a friend. You know, I had a friend vibe. Right. And it's like okay, yeah, but I think that's why I'm saying like if you get a little like touch the small of the back touch the knee then you should feel confident enough to be right. like i'm going in for this fucking kiss but at the end of the day we should all be allowed to punt on date one right that should be it quick you should kick. Be quick kick a quick kick just a hug it out send the text after great time that's punting right and then that girl should give him the benefit of the doubt of like hey if he makes another date makes another thing then he does want to go again. Trust his actions, not right. his words. So if the guy makes another date, then you're good. But I'm saying for this girl, I think he deserves one more shot. I think understand the pressure that's on him for that first kiss because if you had a good time, maybe you know he's in his head and then he has only five seconds, not even five, he has a half a second to make that decision between hug, kiss, wave. But I think, I think the non-kiss shows how much like – how much of a good time? Like I, I feel like that's a that's in your corner. Like it's like he had a good time because like a lot of times like you kiss a girl, you like, you're like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care about this chick. But then like a lot of times like you like a girl that you like mm. or you're into or you have like a great time. It's like oh man, I cannot screw this. That's up. kind of, well. That's kind of why I'm, I'm saying to her, don't take so much away right. of this half a second decision he made. Right. You, if you had a good look at the whole of the date, think globally not locally right you know look at the whole of the date did you have a great time did you have good conversation did it feel easy okay that's enough for day two it shouldn't be had a great time it was easy whatever and then he fucked up this we didn't kiss that's not the the whole of the date that's one percent that didn't go the way a dream scenario would go so i think Put it out there that you want to go out again and trust the whole picture, not just this one moment in time where this guy had to fucking hit a bullseye, <laughs> you know, while someone was waving in front of the dartboard. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Justin Smith at Justin Smith OKC on Twitter, Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram and Facebook, October 7th at the Relapse Theater in Atlanta. I've watched this guy. He's hilarious. You're going to love him. Go check out that show. We are sponsored, people. Ooh, are we sponsored. I love this sponsor. Harry's Razors. You've heard me talk about Harry's before. What I like about Harry's is the rate in this day and age, we're trying to, we're on the go. 
We're moving. We don't want to stop for anything. We right. want to order our seamless on the Uber ride home so it gets there without seconds being lost. Oh, you're speaking my language. Do you now. know what I mean? Absolutely. This is how we live our lives now. We don't wait. Harry's Razors, the beauty is it comes right to your door. No more going to the drugstore. No more. Take these these small moments that waste your time out of your life. Pay the delivery man to be your assistant. Absolutely. Harry's comes right to your door, and they're great razors, and you've cut out the middleman, so they're cheaper than your normal razor BS that you're dealing with. Harry's so confident. You're going to love their blades. They'll give you their trial set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash jtrain. Just pay for shipping. That's harrys.com slash jtrain. Harrys.com slash jtrain. Harrys.com slash jtrain. If you're, if you're sitting right now being like, oh, no, I don't have razors. This is on you, buddy. Right. Papa JT is giving you deals here. <laughs> Harry's.com slash JTrain. They're all about a great shave at a fair price, which is why over 3 million guys have switched to Harry's. Jeff and Andy, I went to camp with Jeff. Yeah. I know Jeff. Jeff knows about razors. <laughs> if I know one thing about Jeff. Yeah, we. I, I know Jeff. This dude started this company because they're two ordinary guys who are fed up with overpriced razors. Right. I was fed up with having to go to CVS and Walmart and, you know, Dwayne Reed. That's a struggle. I, that's and, a struggle. And then going to the barbershop. Like, if you go to the barbershop and get trimmed up, it's 25 30 bucks, and then it's hip. No, no, no. Exorbitant yeah. are these fees. Claim your free trial offer from Harry's today. $13 value for free. When you sign up, just cover shipping. Your free trial set includes... A weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover to get your free trial set. Go to harrys.com slash jtrain. harrys.com slash jtrain. harrys.com slash jtrain. Right now, that's harrys.com slash jtrain. So get involved with Harry's because – and also, some of you send me snaps and tweets of seeing the Harry's display at, at Target, <laughs> and I get I – get my, my blood boils. I'm like, oh, my God. They're about to lose money. Right. Uncle J-Train gave you a deal. Yeah. The KOD, the king of deals. And you're still having to go to Target. Don't go to Target. Yeah. Just get it right to your door. You wasted valuable time. Time costs us money. Also, I want to do my own personal advertisement again. Tonight is the night. The live J-Train podcast is tonight October 3rd, 8 o'clock at the Comedy Cellar. Make your reservation now. If you're a Patreon member, any level of Patreon membership gets you free admission to the show. All you have to do is sign up on Patreon. So if you sign up for a dollar a month, you and a guest can come to the show tonight free of admission charge. So get on Patreon.com slash Jared Freed, become a member, and you'll be added to our guest list. Or go to thecomedyseller.com, make a reservation there for tonight at 8 o'clock. I want to see you all there. Bring a crew. We're going to have some great guests and some awesome emails. It's going to be this show that you're going to see live tonight at the Comedy Cellar. Or go sign up on Patreon. One buck a month gets you admission to the show. Too many likes. Actually, let's do this one first. My friend is a mooch. You know any mooches? Uh, several. <laughs> I'm related to a lot of them. <laughs> I heard someone do a joke about cheap people. I think it was Colin Quinn did a joke about cheap people. They're just thieves that are afraid to get a gun. It was such a funny <laughs> joke because it was so true. Cheap people fucking suck. Hello, Jared. Feather, feather, feather. I'm a huge fan. Going to get right into it. I graduated from my Big Ten University in May. Have since moved to Chicago with a couple friends from my fraternity. We recently went back to our college town weekend, town for a weekend where I stayed with two buddies who are still there taking a gap year to get into med PT school. Here's my problem. One of these friends has borrowed money from several people in our friend group this past year and has guilted others into buying him drinks and bars, uh, bars spotting him for food at restaurants, etc., it has happened again this weekend when he guilted me into buying all of his drinks. First agreed to a few, then I got drunk and bought them all. I've decided enough is enough. He owes three people a combined $2,000 and constantly brings the mood down when he pulls this shit. At a certain point, he shouldn't be going out or eating out if he can't afford it. 
We try and understand his situation because he's a foster child and gets no financial support from his adopted parents. But he does get a very decent amount of help from the federal government, and I've been and I've been financially independent through college, which makes me question why he's even having money trouble and that this could be a long-term issue for him. His student loan situation isn't that bad because of the help he gets from the government and he works full-time, so what the fuck? Why is he still guilting people into buying him shit? My question is, how do I approach him with this problem, if at all? He hasn't paid back any of our friends and really pisses off a lot of people with these antics. Our friends are all fed up with it. We're going back and again in November for a big football weekend, and I really don't want to stay with him if he's going to do more of the same. I have another really group of good, good group of friends from our pledge class who don't like him for these reasons, who I could definitely stay with. I'd generally just call it out, but this feels like a very touchy subject. How do I bring this up respectfully and potentially handle the weekend in November waiting for you to come to Chicago? What do you think? Uh, well, I, I would treat this issue kind of like, you, do you ever have like a friend that like stinks, like a body odor type thing? Like, and it's really hard to tell them like, Hey bro, like, like you need to take it. You, sh- you smell che- like shit. Cheapness is the, uh, is, is the body odor, is the body <laughs> over body odor of, uh, of, of, of qualities. Right. You, it's really tough to bring up. Cause also cause like if you bring up somebody who's like, Oh, what do I stink? It's yeah. really rude for you to say. And you're mm-hmm. like. No, dude, I'm trying to help you. Trying to help you. You're ruining your relationship. Because here's with other the thing: people. if you develop these habits, it, when you get a job or whatever, like these things are gonna make are gonna play into the whole thing later, and like it's not it's not gonna be good for you. Yeah, like you're building bad habits now, and you don't see that. So you would tell the person who smells or is cheap, you'd go to them. I would I would try to I would try to draw hints and see how receptive they are to it. But so, you, I mean, like, so you, I mean, depending on how good of a friend. You, you might just have to ghost. So, I mean, I, I have a – I would get – here's two pieces of advice. One, one advice I got, and it's always been good for – beyond this, don't get in the business of counting the money in other people's wallets. Right. You don't know what people have or don't have. I, and he kind of does that in this email. He's like, the federal government – like, what do you – you, you right. don't know the, you don't the know fucking what's going program on, right? that he's on. Don't get in that business because you'll be doing math the rest of your life and you'll never get the answer because no one divulges that stuff. It's just not worth your time and energy and it's not your right to know. So don't try and diagnose his situation. Right diagnose the problem you have with him one-on-one. Right. Now, my group of friends, we have a guy who has been ridiculously cheap. And you can th- say Michael Che. That's fine. No, this is a guy I went to college with, and we, we've had instances where I've heard stories of what he's been, you know, and so we've gotten to the point of, and I think we've handled it the wrong way, um, of <laughs> where... If something comes up on a group chat, we'll kind of make fun of them. Right. So, like, I, I've, i like, and I, I think this is a fuck up on my part because he doesn't, like, let go of it. He just goes along with the joke. Right. And he thinks that we're just, I think he thinks we're just joking. He thinks it's endearing. It's endearing. But, no, we're just trying to let you know in joking ways <laughs> that, like, he'll, you'll go, like, to, like, there's nothing worse. You go to a, gr- a bar and everyone's like, yeah, just toss credit cards in. And one guy's like, yeah, I'm, I'm at the bar. I, I, I'm doing my own thing. And I, I think that's their right. right. Uh, that's actually good that they go to the bar instead of being like, yeah, I'm in with the group thing. Here's 10 bucks. And you're like, wait a minute, we're all throwing in 50. Right. You know, so I think that's kind of my advice is be, you have to do the not cheap guy version of that. You have to do the, I'm going to remove myself from money situations right. with you. And that's okay to do. You just, I think that's, you leave them out of that situation. So he's saying he's staying with the guy. The guy you're staying with is going to expect, especially someone who's that type of person, right. is going to say, well, drinks are on you. Yeah. And, and if you don't want to agree to those terms, don't put yourself in debt to these people. Which, don't put yourself in a, you know, anytime you're going out to the bars with somebody or you're splitting a tab, that's as much as going into business together. Right. You know, you're, that anytime there's money involved with any friendship, you're going into business together and you should, and this is obviously not a good business partner. Right. Well, I mean, I will say, I will say on the, th- like, the, 
I mean, like, I, I hate to defend the bum here, yeah. you know, as LeBron I'm defending likes to put it. Him, but I am defending him. I think they, you know, you stay with him. Right. He's going to expect yeah, whatever not? he expects. Why wouldn't you? Why would he? Like, yeah. you, you don't have to get a hotel for an entire weekend. And you knew the deal about this guy. If you stay with him, you're going to get in situations with him right. where he needs, he's going to do that to you. Absolutely. So, no, you are what you is, as Bill Parcells <laughs> once said. You are what you is. And this guy is... People don't grow up out of these things at a certain point. That just becomes who you're dealing with. Right. So you got to move away from him in these situations. I don't know. I, I, I mean, and then I, he feels that pain on his own, and he comes to you and is like, hey, why aren't you staying with me? Dude, right. I had to pay for all your drinks that one time. And you right. got to talk to people soberly. You can't just be like, you can't embarrass them in front of people because right. this is stuff. Like, if you were going to tell someone they smell, you'd pull them apart from the room, and you'd say, hey, man. You fucking smell like shit. Right. And if he came to you and was like, hey, why aren't you staying with me? You'd pull him aside and you'd say, yeah, dude, I had to pay for all your drinks. And I, you know, if you want me to pay to stay with you, I don't mind that, but I'd rather have that out front. Right. Um, and I get that you, you know, you might have a situation where, you know, it costs you money to have me stay over. And if that's the case, I'll give you money or I'll buy beer for the house. But I just don't want to be your personal credit card for the weekend. Right. And saying that in those in those terms is like, Hey man, and and if he can't get that, hey, that's that's why my chips are in. Right. So I don't think bringing it up. I think more about understanding that this is the person that you're dealing with and taking your own drive, your own ship to make sure it's going in the right direction. That you're not putting him in positions where he does gets in a split the tab situation. I think we just found another another nickname for you, the frat. The uh, the the frat financial advisor, the fr- frat advisor. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm the uh, what's the guy's name that yells? Uh, you got to be more specific. The I finance watch. guy, <laughs> Jim Cramer. Yes, the guy with all the buttons. Yeah, Jim Cramer. I'm the Jim Cramer of splitting a bar tab. <laughs> <laughs> but I like yeah. the, you're right. Absolutely, having a hard conversation is. Is necessary. And these even- are sober conversations, and these are also you saying, you know, there's a point where you have to be self, you know, you have to do your, you have to navigate your friends on your own. You also and- have to, you have to, you also have to talk before anything's taking place. You can't have it like, where it's like, oh, we're already at dinner, or oh, we're already, like, you can't wait till the tab comes to yeah, have it. Yeah, this is gonna have it before it happens. It's kind of like the, the, the waiting to the last second. Let's, let's get out in front. Hey, right. guys, uh, we're going to do a dinner, 10 of us. Everyone's cool with just splitting it down the middle. And if someone raised their hand, then then they're like, no, I'm not. You're, you're constantly writing contracts with people. Right. And it's like you get to a group dinner. We all cool? We're good? Split it down the middle? Just order what you want? We'll split it? Okay, done. Now you order. Now we all have fun. Right. And then if someone takes advantage of that, you say after the fact, dude, there's another guy you're not going out to dinner with again. Right. Everyone deserves one chance. It's what we're going to do our, on our – you give everyone a chance, and then you direct yourself based on that chance. You don't try and direct other people to change their lives. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Justin Smith. I'm going to play the – I like this. We got another sponsor. Love this sponsor. Love about it. I, I got to say, these are – I'm – I'm a fan of this one because I'm a, a nighttime eater. Yeah. Nighttime eater. That's it bars is a great snack to have around because you're just like, if you the only thing in the house is a that's it bar, you ain't getting yourself in too much trouble. You right. can only get in so much trouble. Right. Right? That's it bars. And listen, you can't, it, it's gluten free. I like them. They're delicious. And if you, you're going to see them, they're all in Starbucks now. That's it, bars. People send me pictures of them. I like the name. That's it. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Gluten-free, kosher, vegan, raw diet friendly. Great for getting one full serving of vegetables every day. Product made with real non-GMO fruit. Under 100 calories. Super delicious. Great source of fiber. Zero fat. Zero. Every age, diet, and lifestyle can enjoy it. That's it. 
Great snack for grab-and-go breakfast, after school, after the gym. Four grams of veggie protein, no added sugars or preservatives, convenient and easy to take with you. That's It is offering my listeners an amazing deal. Go to that'sitfruit.com, enter my code JTRAIN, 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 JTRAIN at checkout to save 10% off your order. This is one of those things that you go online, you're like, why am I ordering fucking fruit bars <laughs> online and then it's two in the morning you're a little high and you don't want to fucking have a whole turkey dinner right and you're like thank god i trusted papa jt in order to couple of boxes of that's it bars yeah it, it's also like tricking drunk you it's like you want to like trade this drunk- is what i i, 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 I completely agree <laughs> i am constantly trying to trick drunk me from not getting chicken fingers and french fries right. and i say that to myself i'm like just get home jared just get home because once you get in your house you can only do so much to your body right what are you crack an egg Crack an egg. If you have an egg sandwich versus an egg, get home. That's what I always tell myself. So you're trying to trick drunk you into just having some that zip bars, which are delicious, but it ain't a chicken parm sandwich. Exactly. Do what I did. Get these great new veggie bars. You will love them. Again, go to thatsitfruit.com. Enter my code JTRAIN. Thatsitfruit.com. Enter my code JTRAIN at checkout to save 10% off your order. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. Let's do a hypothetical. Let's do it. What's up, Jason Freed? <laughs> I'm currently feathering myself from feathering you on Patreon. Oh, thank you. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Here's my hypo. Would you rather only date five, five, fives? So only five, five, fives. Or date any chick, but you have to brutally tell her what her rating is. P.S. You should make hello and welcome t-shirts. That would be fire. That's a good idea. Absolutely is a good idea. Just a huge hello and welcome. Yeah. That'd be fun. Just like get a, like a, like almost like a, like you could do like the cartoon, like the hello thing. Yeah, with like the small O's and the, I, I found these hats, like uh, they, they gave out these hats at Just for Last in Montreal, where it was like this, like. It fit me well, but it's like an ad for some lawyer. Yeah. So it looks ridiculous what it says on it, but I kind of want to get these hats because they're like, they're really cheap and I could like give them out. You're going to call the law firm? Yeah. I want to call them to see how they got these hats made. And I was thinking of either putting a train on the front or just writing out train and block, mm-hmm. le- and block letters. But then some people might think it's the band. Right. Or writing KOB on the front. So that yeah. everyone can be the king of brunch with me. Absolutely. Tweet me if you like that idea, J well, Train. It's not like you can't make all three of those options. And you see could, which one. you know, if if uh, you know, money is endless. But uh, you know, <laughs> if people will buy, we'll make. Uh, so what do you think? Five, five, five for the rest of your life, or you tell people, tell every girl you date what their rating is. Uh, I say you got to tell the rating. It just. Here's the thing: is I'm a big personality person, obviously, uh, but like, because I, well, because I have to be. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like, I, I feel here's the thing: is you can sell me, you can sell me with a five, five, like you, you the personality has to be a bigger, like mm. it has to be like a bigger thing. The five personality, you just couldn't do. It. No, I could, yeah. I couldn't do the five personality. Period. I yeah. could, you could put ten, ten, five, like sure, you could, you could, you could, but. To me, like it's done. No, not a chance. I think this, we got to change this hypothetical. I think it's you only hook up with five, five, fives or hook up with any girl, but you have to tell her their rating. Because a dating situation is different than a hookup situation. Right. Right. Dating, you don't want to date a five, five, fives, you know, but, you know, you could get anyone you're dating, you could tell them their rating, I think, at some point. I'm saying you have to tell them right off the bat. I mean, like I know guys that that's the way they start conversations with women. So, really? I mean, like, yeah, I guess the, the, with the nature of dating, it could work. I, I'm telling them their rating. I mean, aren't you essentially doing that when you're on Tinder? No, when, I mean, by, yeah, by swiping. I mean, not like, as that's... much. I mean, we. It's kind of like one of those things, like the said but not said thing, right? You know, like I swiped you right, so I want to fuck you, right? You know, so you've hit a certain <laughs> level here. Uh, Shelby, what are you doing? Only date the five, five, five. Really? And not saying, 
Just living a lie. Living a lie. The rest of my life. <laughs> living a lie. What a, I, Shelby always surprised me. I got to say, I'm telling them the rating, and I think telling someone their rating, it wouldn't insult them as much. Like, if I was told my rating by a girl, I'd be more like, good to know. But you'd always be wondering, okay, what's his, what's his? You'd be right. questioning but I guess if you're being so honest, like if you were in a liar, liar situation, like the Jim Carrey movie, right. where you had to say immediately what you felt, the person you're dating would get like a better rating than most people on one of those things. Absolutely. So I'm going with t- telling any chick. I'm with you. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Does that sound good? Yeah. You guys can all go follow Justin on Twitter at Justin Smith OKC, Justin Smith Comedy, coming to the October 7th to the Relapse Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, what do you want to do? Let's do Please Help. (laughs) (laughs) To the hot Jewish hunk named Jared Freed. Oh, thank you. Fellow tribe member here, and initially was gatewayed to your podcast via Betches, another woman. Coming from Betches and have not looked back since. I want to start by thanking beloved Hashem and all things holy for your amazing content. Your work truly gets me through my brutal commute in the city. I've personally roped in some heavy listeners through uh, throughout the past year to to where my college friend group chat was just renamed Nut Feathering Fucks. <laughs> Love it. I'm feathered right now just from that information. And it sounds like she's in New York City. Come to the live show tonight at Comedy Cellar. I'm, tell- I'm, I'm telling you, you, I, I know you plugged it earlier, but you should absolutely do I mean, like, you might even break out the overalls for that thing. I mean, I could wear some coveralls. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You, you were nailing it the other day. It's going to be a fun show. I'm a newly post-grad living at home about 30 minutes from NYC, working long days and just go out of... of Got to have a pretty serious relationship. Instead of dwelling, I decided to slowly get back into the game and download Bumble. I don't have much experience dating, and I'm, walk- um, and I'm awkward as fuck. That being said, I would love some insight on the best pickup lines a girl can use on Bumble. What feathers your nuts? What should I avoid? Any tips on picking up dudes while still living under my parents' roof would be highly appreciated. P.S. Quick note. Not trying to be in another relationship, trying to get my sexual frustrations out, but still go on dates. And be somewhat classy about the whole shindig. Hope that helps. What do you think? I mean, I, I think you. I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't do Bumble, so I don't. I don't. I, I've, I've never experienced the frustrations. Mm. But I've. I have. I have heard how bad the opening lines from chicks can be. Yeah, I think they can be bad from anybody. I think the in this world, and I've said this on this podcast before, we are all narcissists. Okay, so with these dating apps, you have to play off of what our generation loves. And the generation right now loves tapas. We love telling people we're foodies, telling people we're awkward, telling people how who we are before saying what we are. Right. So if you come in and you do something, an opening line should always be specific to the profile you're looking at. Because people, that's endearing. That's you saying that you actually looked. That's you saying that you've actually thought of a line instead of just regurgitated the same line. If you're doing three, you know, you know, you're doing like I get a lot of girls that will just say, and guys do this. Everybody's doing this. We're writing, oh, here's, you know, here, uh, funny seeing you here, like whatever the fucking because. Right now, there's those Tinder like fuck ups you can find online right. where it's like uh, guys writing weird shit. Oh, you're a baker's <laughs> dozen. Your dad must be a baker because you got hot buns. Like it's stupid, and we've all know a line when we see we can smell a line. If there was a line that worked, we'd all be using it. Right. So my advice to this girl is: you look at someone's profile. The first thing you see off this guy that jumps out to you, mention it. Right. Because that shows interest and it shows personality out of you and it shows that you took a chance. There's really, when you write the line that we've heard before, that's you protecting yourself from having a personality that someone doesn't like. And that, to me, is less confident than coming out with something that might be a little bit dumb, but at least it's personal to me and something you've just written out because you felt it. 
So that's my other thing. The other thing with the post-grad dating situation, if you're living at home or you're living 30 minutes outside a city or you're commuting, don't make that, understand that you are an issue to someone living in the city that's living alone. You are the pain in the ass. So make it easy. Don't hold this against people that like, well, I need a date and I need to, you know, don't make the, because you. this girl's a tough plan. Right. She lives 30 minutes outside. Every guy wants to have sex first and then get to know you after. So play that game. Right. Be totally easy to meet up with, not totally easy to fuck. Right. You know, so like right. go on the date, figure out a way to be like, hey, I'm going to be getting drinks after work uh, on Thursday. If you want to meet up, um, I would be happy to meet you after those drinks. You know, make it so it's easy for the person that lives in this metro that you're trying to go into. Because if you're living at home or you're living, you're commuting and you know, you know when your situation is more difficult than the average situation. Don't make that somebody else's problem. Right. So my advice to this girl is be so easy to meet up with that you're going to be a fun time, but also don't make that someone else's problem. Right. It also it also alleviates a lot of pressure too because you're because by, by being that easy person that's easy to to, to get in like to to meet like yes. like you say like what you're saying is easy to meet up with and that's like yeah a, back, guy, a guy goes oh yeah absolutely like this this like and guys will go out of their way I mean, to meet but, up with somebody and like back that. to the generational stuff we're commitment phobic. You know, we're, right. we're afraid of the commitment. We're afraid of making a commitment to making you, making someone come the 30 minutes and knowing that there is no easy way to cancel this date makes you want to go on the date less. Right. So to her, I would say to her, like, make yourself available. Make it, understand the idea that, like, you coming from 30 minutes, like, hey, I'm coming in. We're going to do this, right? Like, Make it so it's on your way to home and not that you're coming from home. Right. And if someone's like, well, what are you doing this weekend? Well, I'll be in the city all weekend. What's your plan? You know, don't be like, well, I could come in if you want me to. Right. And it's like a lot of girls do that move. Oh, well, if you if you have enough to entice me. And it's like, I don't even know you, bitch. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I want to spend my whole. Now I'm in for the weekend with you. Now I'm in for a whole day hang. Make it so you can have some friends in that city that you can kind of um, use as your island base, right? And also until to, and you get your shit to the you know to the main main town. And also discover like there's nothing better than kind of just hanging out for a while and discovering like the city. Like you're gonna find cool shit to do. Also, yeah. if you spend more time, if you go, oh well, you know, I might meet this guy at this time. Well, I've got this time and this time of free time. Go explore wherever you are, and then yeah. that way. When it comes time for later, it's like, oh, do you know any cool things? Like, oh, I found this really cool place around here. Like, just I f some of the if, best places yeah. you just find walking around. If we wanted to be babysitters, we'd sign up for a nannying service. Right. Okay. We none of us want to be someone's babysitter, especially someone we just met off of Bumble. And a lot of times that happens with these I live outside the city people. And I've seen it a million times because they're like, well, what are you going to do to get me in? I don't know. I don't even fucking know you. <laughs> it's the city. What is it? Why, why do I have to You figure you? it out and let me know how we can make this get together. And because we are all extrapolating. We're all looking at someone being like, ah, shit, if we get together once and we have a good time, I'm going to have to fucking get her in 30 minutes every time. Make it so that's not even on our mind. Right. You know, I hear someone lives in Hoboken. That's across the river. And I'm like, I don't know if I can marry this person. You know, like, I, that's the first thing I think. So, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Justin Smith, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks, brother, for having me, man. Fantastic to have you on. At Justin Smith OKC on Twitter, Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. October 7th, the Relapse Theater in Atlanta. All of you should go check him out. He's fantastic. October 20th, the Blind Tiger in San Antonio. I'll be there that weekend, too. So, you can do a double header, maybe. Yeah. And then we'll be hanging out. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'm Jared Freed. Right now, instead of news, we got a great interview with Cam Neely of the Comics Come Home show. I mentioned in the beginning, I'm going to be in Boston uh, November 18th. If you're in the area, you should come to the show. You're going to listen to how this show got started. And hockey legend Cam Neely is coming on right now. I'm Jared Freed. JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat. At Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Hey, Cam. Yes. Hey, it's Jared Freed. How you doing? Good, Jared. How are you? Thank you so much for coming on. No problem.
I really Thanks appreciate it. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to do the show. Yeah, great. Awesome. Me too. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I know. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome. It, it, uh, so basically, I just want to ask you, how did you get involved with, you know, comedy shows? You know, what was the first, you know, what uh, got you into this? And, uh, you know, you've been doing the event for over 20 years and it's for the Cam Neely Foundation. And kind of explain how this all came together way back when, over 20 years ago now. Well, when I got traded to Boston in 1986, instead of going to movies, I, I uh, enjoyed going to the comedy clubs in and around Boston. As you know, at that time frame, there was, uh, uh, it was a big comedy scene, so I would prefer to do that than go to movies. And um, I just really enjoyed live stand-up comedy. So uh, uh, then through that, met Mike Clark, Lenny Clark's brother, who was running a club, and and then he uh, introduced me to both uh, Dennis and Lenny at some point. And I had asked Dennis if he would have an interest in helping uh, do a fundraiser for me. And it turned into Comics Come Home 22, three years later. It's crazy how long. I mean, I'm from Needham. And uh, this is an event that I've known my whole life. You know, I've known about. And it's crazy how long and great it is. And, you know, how many people have been a part of it over the last, uh, over the last 20 years. It really is. I mean, I, I, you know, thought maybe we could do it a year or two and, and raise some money. And we started out at the Orpheum Theater, uh, you know, a couple thousand people. And um, then we got to uh, a wait list of people who really wanted to come to the show. Mm-hmm. We moved it to the Aganis Arena and we're selling out 6,000 people. And at the 20th anniversary, we thought, let's take a chance and see if we could... Uh, if we could sell more tickets at the TD Garden, which we were able to do, and um, it speaks volumes for people's love of stand-up comedy and also the benefit in the charity uh, raising money to help cancer patients and families. It's an amazing cause. It's an amazing show. I mean, is it weird to hear it? Because I'm 32, and now I live in New York. I'm a stand-up comic, and I'm doing the show. This was like, to do the show was a dream of mine. Is it weird that, that, like, for comics, this is as important to them as it is, you know, to an audience going to it? Well, you know, Dennis tells it best. He said, you know, the first few years he was, you know, had to really kind of call people and ask them favors and see if they'd want to do it. And he said the last bunch of years he's got comedians calling him saying we'd really love to do the show. So it's, uh, it's, it's come a long way since the early days, but... You know, anytime a, a, a stand-up can probably get, you know, has an opportunity to get in front of thirteen thousand people, they want to jump at it. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of the story with any project. You know, it starts as something, and people say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> exactly. And then it becomes, exactly. "How do I get in? How how did you get that?" You know. <clears throat> uh, what now? Do you have a favorite? I I know you you don't want to might be tough over the years. Is there a favorite comedian of yours? I want to get the Cam Neely sensibility. Well, you know, I can, um, uh, obviously, I, you know, there isn't really any comedians that I haven't really enjoyed uh, some part of their, their actor bits. But You're like the house mom. Uh, Everyone's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, but, you know, the late, great uh, Patrice O'Neill, he's, he was always, uh, I was always looking forward to seeing what he was going to do and, and uh, Stephen Wright, for some reason, you know, like you got to really pay attention to his uh, his comedy and his wit. Uh, I enjoyed him, and of course, uh, I have nothing bad really to say about anybody else who wants to come and support the cause and donate their time. Of course, Stephen Wright, I saw in Chicago. I mean, I've seen him just you know around you know Boston, but I saw him in Chicago once. And you're right, you have to listen. And then, I mean, <laughs> which is weird to say about a comic, but you have to really be in. And it's like, you know, it feels like he's taking you in his own maze. Well, it's funny. I ran into him at a restaurant in Boston years and years ago. We started talking. He goes, you know, Cam, I've often wondered when I was watching hockey games, what happens if the ice cracked and the players fell into the, it fell through? <laughs> I was like, who thinks that? <laughs> I, I Now, if, for anyone that's in the Boston area, you should all go check. I mean, I'm going to be honest. The, the line, I'm nothing compared to this lineup. I mean, the lineup is insane. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, Jeff Ross, uh, I mean, Bobby Kelly. If, if you're in the area, November 18th, 
okay? It's going to be a TD uh, Garden in Boston. I mean, what a venue, what a time. Um, and it, all the money goes to, you know, the, the money goes to support a great uh, cause, the Cam Neely Foundation for Cancer Care. And um, is now, Cam, I'm a fan of yours as well. Is there, you know, you're known as a, a you know, you don't see a lot of yous in hockey these days. The fighting scorer. Yeah. What do you think? Do you do you think that's do you have anyone that you watch now that you're like there's me on you know now to in today's game? Well, the game certainly changed over the years. I mean, it's a much faster game. The players are uh you know, you you'll even see it this year probably faster than last year. Um you know, you still want to keep it physical and uh but you you also want to keep it safe for the players. Uh you know, there's been a lot more attention to uh and and uh and understanding of concussions. So, you know, there's concern with making sure that, you know, there's, there's the safeties out there, but also the physicality is still there, but it, it has changed over the years. And, you know, there's certainly a number of players that, that do play physical, that can score. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, you know, I think just with the speed of the game and, and the way the rules have changed, it's, it's becoming more of a, a you know, more of a skilled, game in a sense where you, you've got different players uh, with with uh, that, that have to be able to skate to play in the league not to say that they didn't in the past but there's more em- emphasis on it now it's interesting that like hockey and basketball have kind of taken a similar trajectory you know right right i mean you know and that's just the evolution of, of sport Mm-hmm. Now, do you have? I, I wanted to ask you: Do you have a favorite fight memory? Is there one that sticks out, or you know, like I, you know, an interesting fight memory from back in the day? <laughs> um, well, any any time there's any uh, uh, bench clearing brawls or anything like that, I mean that that sticks out because those you never know how those are going to end up. And, and it's like a uh, WWE everybody... Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean it's it's just the emotions are running and everybody's grabbing a dance partner, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- those kind of stand out. You'll never see those anymore, but you know those happened on a more frequent basis back in the day. Do you ever see someone like today, who's like you, who you really whose ass you really kicked that you're <laughs> like that that you kind of give a look from across the room like a knowing glance? Well, it's. You know, it's so funny. I mean, you know, what what, what happens on the ice usually stays on the ice. Yeah. Most most players are good guys, mm-hmm. uh, but you have a beef at any particular time during the course of a game. Uh, more often than not, there's no real grudges held. Of course. I mean, if um, it were, I feel like if it were me and I, it was like 20 years later, I'd smile at the guy, smile at his, <laughs> smile at his wife, yeah. smile back at him, you know, one of those things. But yeah, yeah. no, I understand. Well, I, I'm really pumped that you came on. It's a, it's a thrill for me to have you even on this show uh, and an even bigger thrill to be a part of your event. So I, I got to thank well, you for having me. I look forward to it. You're going to love it, and I appreciate you taking the time to come and, and uh, share your comedy with us. Oh, we'll be sharing. Uh, right, so November 18th, uh, the TD Bank North Garden in Boston. If you're in the area, we had so many people come out to laugh Boston before that if you're going to come see a show, this is the show to see. Um, go, come, come on out. The lineup is spectacular. Lenny Clark, Jimmy Fallon, Craig Ferguson, Jim Gaffigan, Lil Rel Howery, Robert Kelly, and Jeff Ross, and then Mr. Jared Freed, the J Train, Papa JT himself. Cam Neely, thank you for coming on. All right, thanks for having me. Take Thank care. you. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs> <laughs>